Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like... I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of a heel that goes up a little, just a, just a smidge higher. Like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I don't know why you'd return anything, because what? (laughs) But they do have a 100% happiness guarantee, so if the dryer or your dog eats a sock, or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. (laughs) That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintage colored rib socks. You know, those like... You know, uh, stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those, too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Everybody, welcome to Dory's Excellent Adventure podcast that still continues despite us already having a baby and being exhausted every week. Hi, I'm Dory. Wait, what? Yep, just decided that. That's confusing. I know. Uh, just kidding. I guess I'm Matt. Ugh, you must be pretty cool then. I'm pretty cool. You get to sleep sometimes. So do you. Sometimes. Sometimes. Anyway, guys, just kidding. It's Matt. Um, so here we are, week number 940 of the baby. That's what it yep. feels like. Does it? It's. It hasn't even been four weeks. Oh, God. How much more? 18 years. No. Really, though, how much more? That's so long. I mean, the rest of our lives, probably. Oh, he's wiggling. I'm looking at his baby monitor right now. He's doing his thing. He likes to do some uh, dead bug, you know, get the crunches in. Yeah. Well, we, we don't really... We give him a yoga ball. See what he does. We don't really swaddle him, so he has freedom of movement. Right. Which is, Look, you know, he just dead bugged himself right into sleep. Good and bad. <laughs> um, I don't know what to tell you all. It's just the uh, last... Uh, couple nights let me move the monitor so you don't hear that interference last couple nights have been i would describe them as uh trying he's in a growth spurt oh is that what it is yeah i mean when is he not in a growth spurt seems like that's always his excuse there were a few days there when he was sort of eating like a normal baby oh and those were probably days that we had a postpartum doula around yeah so i don't really i didn't get to experience the true joy of what it would be like to have a baby who's just eating normally yeah he's been real he's in cluster feeding which basically means he's hungry all the time 
It, literally. <laughs> He's literally hungry uh, so much. I can't even contain uh, this little ravenous baby. And it's he like, also. You know, I want to feed him four ounces in a, in a given feeding? No, no, no. He'll make you do seven over two hours. <laughs> because he'll fall asleep. He'll keep tricking you. And then you're like, okay, he finally ate enough. He's going to sleep. And then 15 minutes go by. And you're like, yeah, he's a He's like, JK, I didn't eat enough, but I still fell asleep. It's been hard to um, do things (laughs) in general. I mean, just yesterday, (gasps) I was cleaning a guitar, something that should have taken me, I don't know, maybe an hour. You know, a little, yeah, fret polish, restring, whole thing. Um, how long did it take, honey? Four hours? Five hours, maybe? Like, it took literally all night. I just wanted to finish. Mm. And then I, yeah, I'm like, I have to wash my hands. I keep having, like, guitar chemicals on them. Mm. Uh, well, you really stank up the living room. Yeah, I did. I didn't mean to. I thought it'd be in and out. I thought it'd be done. I foolishly thought once I put him to sleep, he would sleep for at least an hour. Well, you learned your lesson. I sure did. <sighs> Look, he's adorable. He uh, seems to be a happy baby, especially when a bottle is in front of him and he shakes his head and just <laughs> goes for it. Uh, <sighs> I don't know. How would you rate your overall experience uh, this week? We should rate these weeks. You know? What's our rating system? Andy's. Ew, no. Sorry. That's just how it is on no. TNC, honey. Everything's an Andy. So, Maybe you know, it's Henry's 10, 10 Andy's. No, we're not TNC. I'm not. I refuse. You refuse? Yes. All right. Well, guys, just so you know, we can rate them Henry's, but it takes five Henry's to equal one Andy. So it's a scale of one to 50? It's a scale of one to 100. Oh. You rate Andy's from 1 to 20? All right, don't we do 1 to 10? I don't know math. So that's 50. Yeah, <laughs> <Eh>, whatever. <laughs> All right, fine. Uh, How many Henry's would you give this week? Well, on a scale of 1 to 10 Henry's, I give it a 7. 7 Henry's. I'd give this week... I mean, this week might get more Henry's because of the Friday that we had, which was, quite frankly, amazing. Because you and I left the house we did at the same time yeah thanks to our part-time holly babysitter yep who is great with this kid Mm -hmm. um you know here's a tip everybody find a college student that just recently moved to los angeles and only has to take time off for auditions so your availability is not uh terrible and she's great great with the kid so great that like this was our third or fourth day of using her that I asked her to stay longer. Yeah. Usually I want people out of my house. (laughs) Also, while he was sleeping, she helped me organize. She got rid of a a pile. Yeah. Which was one of of your last forever 35 intentions before you uh, slipped away into babydom. Yeah. Yeah. And you got rid of a big pile this week. Oh, I got rid of a huge pile of things out, outside that yeah. I didn't realize were bothering you so much. I mean, they bothered me. Guys, did, did I ever tell you all about the computer monitor debacle of 2019? Did I talk about that? I don't even remember. I don't know. Anyway, I bought a computer monitor at Costco, and I brought it home, and it, the resolution, I thought it would be 4K. I had to get a new monitor because the pa- painters, remember the painters scratched? I, I feel do like remember. I did talk about this. Anyway, long story short, brought home the Costco monitor. It was not 4K, so the resolution was terrible. I like to have a giant, uh, very high resolution so I can have a huge garage band timeline up there, you know, where I could see the whole track. Anyway, then I was like, oh, I guess I'll just order and return it because Costco has a pretty good return policy. And then that monitor at some point made its way outside. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In a box. Well, in also, its box. You and didn't you 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 didn't have time to return it before the baby came, and yeah. then the baby came. The baby literally then was like here, and then I was like, oh, because Costco, it's like a run. You know, you got to do. It's like a half hour there, yeah. And then you have you've all been in a Costco, or especially a Sam's that Club return or a line. BJ's. 
insanity. So what did I do this week? Well, on Friday, the day that we both got to leave the house, I went over to my good friend Ryan over at LA Guitar Repair at Imperial Vintage in Sherman Oaks and bartered. I <laughs> I gave him... Oh, oh, he's wiggling. Guys, you want to hear what that sounds like? Through a monitor? All right. We'll be right back. Is he up, really? Oh, wait. Was that just a... Oh, no. He just turned. He did a quarter... That was a quarter turn of Henry. And his eyes are closed. He's asleep. Yeah, I don't think he's up. Yeah. All right. He's probably... That's probably growth spurt noises. <laughs> probably just grew like a quarter inch. Um, I uh, was looking at the, repair, the monitor in the repair room. And I was like, this thing's terrible. And then I realized that I had, in my cleanup of the outside area, I had taken that box and put it in my car, thinking, anytime I'm near that Costco, I'll have to just go. And I said, Ryan, do you need a new monitor? He's like, yeah. I mean, well, this monitor's terrible. And I was like, hang on a second. And I go to my car. <laughs> and I pull out the monitor. And uh, we uh, we traded. He cut me a new uh, nut out of bone for the... Uh, for a Stratocaster, and I gave him a monitor. And really, cost-wise, I kind of made out in the deal. I love the barter economy. Thanks to Costco's delightful pricing. <laughs> good story, honey. Was it? No, it wasn't a good story. But look, I had a good. I had a, it was a nice Friday. It was really nice that I knew you were out with Jody, and I was out in a in a guitar store with no power. Mm-hmm. Oh. Wait, he's stretching again. He's growing. Before our very eyes. We can't tell if he's literally growing. So here's another thing that happened. he's growing more irritable. This week. Um, if you guys remember... Oh, dear. He might actually be up. Shall I... I don't know. Go. I mean, I could go retrieve him because you say you're you're having you have a whole story coming. I do have a story coming. Well, then I can I can go retrieve the baby. Okay. Oh, he just put himself back to sleep. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now he's not moving. Okay, go to your story. So, last Friday, not the most recent Friday, we went to the doctor and the lactation consultant, and he had gained weight, but he still wasn't back to his birth weight. So we put him on the uh, advanced feeding plan. <laughs> and by Wednesday, when we went back to the doctor, yeah. he had gained 11 ounces. Yeah. He had gone from eight pounds, one ounce to eight pounds, 12 ounces. Mm -hmm. The doctor was very pleased with our progress. It was really, you know, he's been taking it. Yeah. He loves food. He does. He seems to really enjoy me. I can't believe he literally put himself back to sleep. I'm proud of him. I think if he was in a swaddle, he wouldn't have gone back to sleep. There's some who say if he was in a swaddle, he wouldn't have woken up in the first place. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing. We'll never have to transition him out of the swaddle. That's so true. Just uh, like we'll never have to transition him into his crib. He sleeps in his crib at night. Because he's already in his crib. Without us in there. Like last night, I turned the lights off. Put him in the thing, went out to the living room, and shared a couch with Bo. You had the monitor. Well, yeah. You well, you do two pumps, I do two feeds. Yep. That's how it works around here. So, um, Friday night, after my 3 a.m. pump and your 3 a.m. feed, I went, I slept in his room, which, you know, you don't really get that much sleep. Right. Um, and he was also quite fussy. Mm -hmm. Um, but then last night I just stayed. You did the monitor thing. I did the monitor thing. Which is, I think, probably the way to go. And it was fine. Yeah. Um, anyway, so, yeah. So, you know, someone wrote in to say that we should get him checked for a lip tie or a tongue tie. And <laughs> we, we, did. we did. Um, I guess we must, we must have forgotten to mention that last week, but the lactation consultant checked him for a lip tie or tongue tie. And she said he had a very 
minor tongue tie but it was like towards the back of his yeah and tongue. i looked at it and i was like oh i think you're just running out of things to say like he doesn't really have a tongue tie and, and she's I, she said you shouldn't you shouldn't bother doing anything about this i said it to our pediatrician i said uh i think our lactation consultant ran out of things to say and said he had it she said she looked at it she's like no yeah um so yeah so i don't think that that's the issue she did say all right matt's gonna go get him mm-hmm. she did say that the roof of his mouth is high again the lactation gets open yes but for things to say. but also like that's not something we can really fix um so <laughs> yeah i don't think that's gonna work matt just said a retainer but uh, i don't think on babies that really works um so you know i'm still putting him on the boob we did get him to latch directly on my boob when right after I'd pumped because, you know, pumping just like makes the nipple protrude more. Um, but he's still mostly feeding through the shield. And to be honest, I don't think he's getting that much. I mean, he's getting something for sure because when he de-latches there's milk in the shield and there's milk coming out of his mouth oh here he is with a bottle in his mouth that's how quick it is guys he goes from 60 to zero (laughs) in bottle seconds um so i'm putting him on the boob mostly to just keep him acclimated to the boob and also in the hopes that we will eventually get him to latch on the boob i also like i like breastfeeding it's very it's very intimate and bonding and it's nice to bonding james bonding there we go yep welcome to james bonding i'm matt oh wait oh now this is james bonding yeah okay how many andys do we give this episode of james bonding He really makes some very funny faces. He does. Um, Tried to part his hair this morning like a little like a little Kennedy. <laughs> he does look cute. Um, but we also fired up the baby Brezza. Oh, my God. Which is basically a Keurig for formula. It's a baby cappuccino machine. It's a baby cappuccino it's machine. It's a godsend. It's, it's the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. It was a gift. It was a... It was a it was a gift from Matt's former producer on After Trek. My After Trek showrunner, Jeremy, fucking knocked it out of the park with this thing. Yeah. Um, you basically just load it up with formula and water, and you tell it how many ounces to make. Two, please. And you press a button, and in like 10 seconds, it comes out. Warm, ready to go. Yep. Henry uh, is in heaven. Yeah, so we're doing a we're doing some combo feeding. Um, I'm pumping, and I'm getting like usually getting four to five, sometimes six on a really good pump ounces per pump. Yeah, she's doing great. Um, but you know now that he's eating so much, that gets us through like one feed. It's hard to keep him uh, satiated. I'll tell you that much. And right now, like. He has a bottle in his mouth and is currently doing nothing with it. And his eyes, and his are, eyes are falling asleep. Well, his eyes aren't falling. You know what I mean? When people sleep, their eyes close. I could probably rock him to sleep right now. See, he's making those little satisfied cooing noises. <laughs> now he's Stretch. making grunting. He's Hang on, he's stretching. Um, and then we are supplementing with formula, particularly at night. Yeah. Um, we do the night formula feed. Although Dory's been pumping some breast milk, leaving them, leaving it at night. So at yeah. night it gets like breast milk until he runs out. Yeah. Basically he gets breast milk until he runs out and then he gets some formula until I can make more breast milk. And then... I try to put him on the boob at least three times a day. It's a vicious cycle of milk (laughs) and formula and feeding and pumping. And boobs. And sleeping and crying. And pooping. And pooping is for sure. He's really good at pooping, guys. He's so good at pooping. I mean, he's good at peeing, too. He Mm -hmm. had some really soaked diapers recently. Like three to four pounders. (laughs) It was crazy. 
<laughs> so we don't think he's dehydrated. No, when he's peed on me, you know, it just comes out super clear. So he's super hydrated, guys. Oh, yeah. he. When we went to the doctor on Wednesday, <laughs> we, we had to change his diaper. Matt changed his diaper. And he peed in a glorious arc mm-hmm. right on Matt. Mm-hmm. Soaked through two shirts. <laughs> he was also screaming while this was happening. Karen visited for two, two days. Oh, yeah. Karen was at the doctor. My sister Karen was at the doctor's appointment with us. It was nice to have Karen around. It was. Very helpful. It was really funny. She she has two girls, two little girls. And she, she, she changed um, Henry. She changed Henry. The first time she changed Henry, she came back into the living room. <clears throat> Excuse me. And she said, I was I was so surprised to see a penis. Because, <laughs> you know, she she said she'd Not never used to babies. She'd never changed a penis before. There you go. And at first she was like, Wait, what is that? And then she realized it's a little penis. It sure is. That's right, buddy. Oh, oh, oh. Is he down? Is he down? Um, yeah, it was super helpful to have Karen here and Your parents left Monday. Yeah, Monday night. My parents are coming in today. Yeah. Today is Sunday. It was my birthday Thursday. It was Dory's birthday Thursday. I made Dory's food. <laughs> he made me dinner. <laughs> I made Dory's food. <laughs> I made her that, you know, the Frankie's meal that we both She made enjoy. the sausage with brown butter and sage cavatelli. Yeah. That is a dish on the menu at Frankie's, an Italian restaurant that we really love in New York. Um, ever in Brooklyn, check it out. It's on Court Street. If you're ever in the village, you can skip it. <laughs> yeah, the Court Street one is better. <laughs> Um, but they, and they also have a cookbook, so. Um, what, what happened on your, oh, your birthday. Karen yeah, took me out I for breakfast. because, you know, I was going to take you out and then, um, I had to take Karen to the airport. Yeah. And then our, the babysitter left and then I was like, oh, hi, it's just us again. Yep. Um, but, you know, it was a low-key birthday. She got some Susie cakes. Got some Susie cakes. Got a nice slice of carrot cake from I Susie cake. I got a cake. slice of celebration cake. And two red velvet cupcakes. Which I, you know, <laughs> spread throughout the next couple days. Um, yeah. So, you know, it's funny. Like, now that, now that I'm a mom, um, Mother's Day was, you know, four days before my birthday. Yeah. So it's like... Just you know, a lot of celebrating. Of I mean, me. it's really a lot of Dory all the time at this point. Yeah. Even Henry knows. Mm-hmm. Henry got her some flowers. Yeah, Henry got me some lovely flowers. Thank you, Henry. And then we had some fight this week. I forget what it was, but you called me an asshole to Henry. Mm. But that was adorable. It's the first of many times he's going to hear it. <laughs> Isn't that right? Um, what are we fighting about? I don't remember. I don't know. I really don't even remember what we were fighting about at all. See, I just thought I heard another baby, and it was a horn. So no, the baby. The baby's in your like, arms. Henry's crying in the other Honey, room. Honey, can you get closer to the mic, please? Sorry, I'm holding a baby. This is exactly what I criticized Dory for. Yep, he was like, "You don't get close enough to the mic. You don't eat the mic. You got to eat it." <laughs> and he's like, "Off, like in another universe." Well, thanks to the magic of editing, I'll pull that up. You'll be able to hear us both. I think. Meanwhile, I have a very asleep baby in my arms. Do you want to go put him down? No. What I'd like to do is give him to the first person who asks. (laughs) 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 Uh, Um, But, yeah, so we're recording this part now. We're going to do the rest of the episode later. I'm going to go get my parents at the airport and hand this baby off to baby mama. Mm-hmm. That's me. <sighs> Guys, I can't believe it. We keep doing this on Sundays. It's crazy. Yeah, we do do keep doing that. We got to record Patreon episodes too. We sure do. He just he just really let it rip there. Oh, he did. Yeah. 
You think he's pooping? I don't know. Okay. He's smiling, so he's probably pooping. I know. It's very cute when he smiles. He only smiles in his sleep so far. Mm-hmm. He did smile once with his eyes open, but I think it was by mistake. All right. Henry's probably just excited about the uh, Dave Matthews Band Warehouse 20-year poster that's coming. Oh, he's probably so excited about that. He can't wait for that to happen. Um, here's a bow update. Bup date. A bup date. A bop date. Um, Bo's been great. Bo really has uh, stepped it up. He has really stepped... stepping it down. What do you mean? Like, just, he's calmed he's down. Stepped it up by taking it down a notch. Yeah, 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 totally. There have been a lot of people coming in and out of the house. Um, I was a little nervous when my sister was here, because his initial meeting of her, she was in the house already. And he was barking, and he growled at her a couple she times. didn't have the good cheese. And then he calmed down. And then they became best friends. Once, she, once he had the good cheese. Yeah. Um... The good cheese is Talamook, sharp white cheddar, the uh, the little uh, oh, individual. Did, did you guys hear, hear that? that? That was not me or Dory. <laughs> That's Henry. Oh, he's farting on the... <laughs> Matt's moving the mic down to Henry's butt. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. You have to hear our baby's farts. Wow, this podcast is really <laughs> taking a turn. <laughs> I, I think he's I think done. done. Yeah. I think he's done. You I guys think, missed out. I think Probably. everyone it heard very it funny. enough. All right. We'll be right back after these words. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like... I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of the heel that goes up a little, just a just a smidge higher. Like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks, tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I don't know why you'd return anything because what? (laughs) But they do have a 100% happiness guarantee. So if the dryer or your dog eats a sock or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. (laughs) That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintagey colored rib socks. You know, those like you know, uh, stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. 
you know, if for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Hi, guys. We're back. Hope you enjoyed that tiny break for you guys. Long break for us. A lot has happened since then. So much. Many, many, many different things, up to and including the fact that uh, my parents are here. Dory is a trooper. She spent a great deal of time alone with the baby because I went to the airport to pick up my parents. Um, How'd that go for you, honey? Uh... He was up most of the time. Yeah, that's tough. He he would go down for a few minutes, then he would wake up screaming, then I'd feed him, then he'd fall asleep. Hey, I, I've yet to develop a theory on this, you know, because I've dealt with it as well at night. And it's, um, part of me thinks it's like, I'm, I'm too eager to want him to go to sleep that I'm mm-hmm. prematurely putting him down. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think what I need to do is, because it's like, I'll give him four ounces over the course of the entire time when I should really just give him the four ounces, you know, in a reasonable pace, but not put him down, pick him up, give him half an ounce, put him down, pick him up, give him half an ounce. Anyway, that's one theory I have, but in practice, it's probably, I'm probably never going to do it that way. Anyway. Yeah. It seemed uh, pretty hectic over here as far as, uh, you know, the, the groceries came. Groceries came. Um, but yeah, whatever. It was fine. I survived. I got a flat tire, guys, on the way home from dropping, from getting my parents at the airport. Yep. So I then called an Uber for my parents, waited for the tow truck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is like a 900th tire on this car. And uh, then decided to, uh, wait, I waited for the tow truck. Tow truck came and then I Ubered here. And I got to say, I think my mother's doing a great job with the kid right now. Mm-hmm. Um, Bo's doing a pretty good job. He's doing a great job because he's in here laying down. Yeah. My parents are watching the Marx Brothers and Henry is sleeping. Yeah. In my mother's arms. Relatively calm. Yeah. So we figured let's take this opportunity to finish up the podcast somehow. Great idea. And uh Yeah. All right. I'm well, just like so tired. I don't even want. I don't even want to put this thing together and post it. Uh, if you're hearing this, I sucked it up and posted it. Um. All right. I am going to read an email. Okay. We, we heard from a lot of people about feeding this week. Oh, like um, how so? Um, a lot of favorite meal recommendations. No, feeding Henry. Oh, I see. Yeah. All right, this is from Raina. Mm-hmm. Hi, Dory. First, I hope things are going well with feeding. I'm sure you're getting a ton of emails with advice and stories, but I wanted to email because I think my situation was similar and I wish I would have done things differently. Like not try to breastfeed an inefficient eater for three months if drinking pump milk from bottles is easier for everyone. When I heard that three-month recommendation from the lactation consultant on the podcast, I said, ugh, no, because I did a very hard three months of ineffective and deteriorating breastfeeding before I switched to exclusively pumping. Like you, my baby would seem to nurse fine, but then was not gaining weight, was still six ounces below birth weight at two-week appointment, and cranky even though I was nursing all the time. The LC started me on the triple feeding, breastfeed, pump, and bottle feed, breast milk or formula, at each feeding. This is obviously very hard on the mom, but the goal was to get baby to finally become a good breastfeeder while keeping my milk supply and eventually stop needing to give the bottle each time. This next sentence is in all caps. Okay, I'm ready for it. Thus started the most miserable three months of my life. Mm. Seriously, it was the worst of all worlds. Breastfeeding can be hard, pumping can be annoying, but doing both all the time took so much time and energy, and I would cry all the time. I would cart myself and the cranky baby to breastfeeding support group every week and cry there for a change. Long story short, despite lactation consultant help, breastfeeding did not get better, and by three months, baby was basically getting most milk from the bottle anyways, so switching to exclusively pumping was the best thing I did. I don't know your situation, but it did not occur to me to do it first, and I wish I would have switched much earlier. Mm. I found many benefits. You know exactly how much they are eating. You can sleep in sometimes. You can fill up a freezer and quit breastfeeding early, and they still get breast milk. You don't cry your entire maternity leave. 
I hope you and Henry are in a better situation now, though. Keep up the very good work with the baby, and thank you for keeping up the podcast. It is the best. Hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on that? Um, I am feeling like breastfeeding is getting harder and harder the more he mm-hmm. drinks out of a bottle. Yeah. It's a catch-22, right? Because yeah. we want him to be eating. Yeah. You know, you want to be breastfeeding. Yeah. He gets very frustrated, like, really quickly because mm-hmm. the milk isn't, like, pouring out right away. Right. Which is something we've tried with the, you know, we have the nipples, the low flow. Yeah. But it's still much faster than breastfeeding. Yeah. Um, and he gets so mad. Yes, his little face gets so red. It's and so all he does is scream until he, he can't breathe. And then he stops. And he tries to get on the nipple, sort of. And then, you know, he'll be sucking for a few seconds. And he'll realize nothing's coming out. And he'll he'll start screaming again. And then he will, like, eventually latch. And I think, and get some milk. But... I feel like I'm still feeding him the same amount from a bottle yeah. that I would if I hadn't just breastfed. Thousand percent. So I'm sort of like, I don't know how much longer I want to do this for. I would say don't. So I would say keep pumping, enjoy yourself, and like you know, look, it's no less intimate to be bottle feeding the kid. Yeah, you can take a shirt off if you want. You guys can go skin to skin on the bottle feed. It's true. You got plenty of time. The nice thing about, you know, bottle feeding is you can look at his eyes the whole time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think you can make the best of it. You know where I stand. I do. You are pro-bottle. I've just been saying this since the beginning, and eventually we'll all come around. Hi, Matt Myra. Always right. Never wrong. Dory's favorite thing about me. Okay, and we're back. JK, it's her least favorite thing. She finds it very annoying. I don't find it annoying for you to be That I just right. keep saying, yeah. I point it out. It's, but it's the way you say it, I find very annoying. I know, just try being me, it's so hard. Okay. All right, this is from Lucy. And she says, please get the baby checked for a tongue tie and or a lip tie. Sorry for the all caps Wait, we yelling. talked about that. Yeah, so I got this email. And I thought maybe we didn't talk about this. No, no, I thought we talked about it in that in the first half we just did. Yeah, we did. Oh, okay. I think, but she, but I guess we didn't talk about it last week. We did not. I guess we missed that. Yeah. Um. So basically, she kind of went through the same thing with struggles with weight gain, nipple shields, lactation consultants. Talking to other moms in her breastfeeding support group, um, she finally went to an ENT and a tongue tie was confirmed. They did a quick laser revision and it was like having a new kid. Um, so, yeah, so, so. Look, I like the idea of a laser revision. Yeah. Sounds like a very cool pro- process. I would like a laser revision on my last nights of sleep. Yeah. 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 So, I hear you. Um, okay, this next email is from Candace. Mm-hmm. Um, she says, I followed your journey very closely as it relates to ours very closely, even down to the miserable induction followed by a C-section. We welcomed our son, Trenton David, into the world on May 12th, a wonderful Mother's Day indeed, and much like you thought, we thought we hit the jackpot with a laid-back dude after our long struggle. It was a hoax, a fucking lie. By day three, he showed his true colors. Mm -hmm. At our first weigh-in, he had only lost an ounce since the hospital. Great, right? But still not the direction they want to see. So we met with a lactation consultant who did a weighted feed and determined, much like Henry, he is not getting enough to eat. She believes he has a lip or tongue tie. We should have it corrected. We decided to see how the weekend goes and discuss further on Monday. So now we are nursing. So we are now nursing, then offering a bottle against our better judgment and formula when needed. Needless to say, I've been beating myself up about this because I so badly want to be a nursing mom. Oh, stop it. Don't be. You're all doing great. This is ridiculous. This is the thing that annoys me the most about all of it. Look, guess what? We're all, the humans are, we're, we're doomed. That's the first thing I want to say. Second of all, you know, we're not built for nursing anymore. 
generationally, I feel like we're just like, um, mm-hmm. you know what? We like bottles. I think, honestly. Honey. Here's, I, I, let I me just go talking. with my human evolution situation. <laughs> I, 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 You're I, producing, look, don't feel bad. You be a kid, kid's being a dick. Don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, so she continues, well, now my flat nipples are not appealing, so I'm using the shield again, and it sometimes works, but he really fights me tooth and nail, and by the time he settles down on the boob, he passes out. Needless to say, it's fucking exhausting. And then he must wake up very shortly thereafter because he hasn't eaten enough. And thusly making you feel bad when you shouldn't. So after this long rant, I have no advice, just a deep understanding for what you're going through. Keep doing what you're doing and it will work out. Our job is to feed the kid, right? Regardless of how it's done. Yes. yes. That's all I've been saying. Exactly. All along, everybody. Um, my husband, John, doesn't listen, but I talk about it enough. He feels like we would be great friends. He said, Matt, hang tough. We are doing the paste bottle feeding, which sucks, but I feel your pain of wanting to feed your son. I hope you've seen Endgame. As he I haven't. Has, he has not. I have not. We both haven't. Uh, she also adds, good luck. Please don't stop the podcast. I need it now more than ever. Who knew? Well, there you go. Don't beat yourself up. Don't. Just fucking formula feed the kid. You know? Pump milk. Formula. Make a happy, healthy kid. And enjoy the time you have feeding the baby. Just because it's not shooting out your boob at the time that he's drinking it doesn't make you a bad mom. Amen. You know? Come on. Bo's trying to make his bed on the couch. I sometimes don't feel good that I don't produce milk on my boobs. Oh, Bo looks so cute right now. All right. I'm going yeah, anyway. to play a voicemail. Hi, Matt, Dory, Bo, and baby Henry. This is Kim from Ohio again. I just had the call in regards to Matt's um, invention of the caboodle. I'm just saying, I would totally buy that. Thank you. I felt like my stuff was always just like strewn about, and that would have been so helpful. So, Matt, you should definitely market it, and I would have been one to buy it. Thanks, guys. All right, everybody. Sharks, how many times has this happened to you? Where's my nipple shield? Right? Well, you'll always know where with the kabooble. Lori, I feel like this is a QVC product just waiting to happen during maybe like a maternity hour. Mark, you could give this away at at Mavericks games. Think about the colors it would come in. Mr. Wonderful wants to do a license. He can happily, I'll give you a dollar for everyone I sell. And Robert, thanks for being here. Bye. (laughs) Good job, everyone. Um, All right. This is from uh, Megan. She also went through the same thing as we did. Mm -hmm. Um, She says, I think a lot of the latch and weight issues are related to the C-section which I also had. Our hmm. little lady weighed six pounds, 12 ounces at birth and dropped more than 10% of her body weight. They only like to see 7% being lost. However, you and baby actually weigh a little extra at the time of the C-section because of the saline IV. So any concerning weight loss may only really be reflecting that extra weight lost, if that makes sense. Uh, I mean, it does. Interesting. You think about water weight. Additionally, you're doped up and the baby's a bit doped up too from the epidural and pain drugs. That affects milk supply plus latchability since baby's extra sleepy. The exact same thing happened to my mom who also had a C-section. She wound up using formula. But knowing all this and being very stubborn, I'd feed on demand sometimes for an hour and then double pump right after for 10 to 15 minutes. I'd feed her that pumped milk with the next feeding using a supplemental nursing system or SNS, which is just a little syringe full of milk being pressed through a tiny hose next to your nipple. Interesting. This helps because she stimulated the breasts to keep producing as she got stronger at latching and sucking. Plus, she was getting all the nutrients she needed, all from breast milk. I also used the shield since my nipples were temporarily flat from engorgement. I'll admit there were days I wanted to throw out that pump and shield, but they saved me and soon cut out night pumps. And eventually I weaned from daytime pumping too. I also figured out how to sort of sandwich my nipple so she could take it so I could lose the shields. By week six, we were off all that stuff and voila. Here we are at month four having a juicy oxytocin-laden nursing session as I type this. Very worth it. Please email me back if you need any more details about our nursing journey. I hope some of this can help you and little Henry. 
The main thing is there's definitely light at the end of the tunnel, and it'll come way faster than you think. Hmm. Thank you both so much for your vulnerability and bravery, and congrats on Henry, which is one of my favorite boy names, by the way. Gratefully yours, Megan. What do you think about that? Have you figured out how to sandwich your nipple yet with your fingers? Sort of, but he only he only latched on it um, right after I'd been pumping. So I could I could pump and then uh, like for a couple minutes and then give him the nipple and see if he takes it. Hmm, that's a combo feed. That could lead to a very bad three months. I don't know. I'm very tired right now. So all of this just seems very overwhelming and exhausting. Yeah. Honey, what do you think about uh, just immediately switching him to uh, like mashed bananas? We'll just jump a couple months here. Uh, I don't think we can do that. Are you sure? Yep. All right. Sorry. Um, all right. One more on this topic okay from eleanor just wanted to join the conversation on nipple shields i too had flat nipples and used nipple shields for the first three months with my baby girl she loved to breastfeed but like your henry had to work very hard to get a small amount of milk she didn't gain much weight now i can see it was probably due to the nipple shields. still i didn't find that three months of using them particularly awful of course now we have stopped using them and yes i just kept trying like your lactation consultant suggested and she just stopped suddenly one day Things are much easier, but the convenience of breastfeeding makes it so worth it. It's not easy to persevere, but it does pay off in the end. Of course, if you choose bottle feeding, that's also awesome. Wishing you all the best. Describe the convenience of breastfeeding. I guess it's just that, like, you can whip out a boob. Yeah. It's like always having a bottle on you. Mm-hmm. But what about for the rest of the people in the baby's life? It's not as convenient for them. That's right. Yep. All right. Um, I think it's time to take another short break. Is it? Okay, we can do that. Okay. We'll be right back, everybody. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, we're back, everybody. <laughs> um Dory and I were just discussing if this was the most tired we've ever been. <laughs> Uh, Pretty cool conversation. It's been a rough weekend as far as the sleep is concerned. The baby's been good, you know. But it's like I can never—you can never fully commit to sleeping when yeah. you're you're like, hey, when am I going to get up to feed the baby? And not knowing when you're going to get up makes you stay awake. So I also find it hard to fall back asleep, especially after the three a.m. <clears throat> the three a.m. pump session. I think we can cut that pump session out. By the way. I don't. I'm worried about cutting it out because I think you should do a six a.m. pump of production. Think about doing a twelve and a six. Now, what are we thinking about? Hmm. Twelve and six. Because you know the kid's gonna get up at seven ten. Right. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, I'd still have to get up at midnight. I'm not. I can't stay up till midnight. Yeah, it's so weird. You're not a night person or a morning person i need a lot of sleep you're not either it's very strange i need a lot of sleep i was thinking about that yesterday i was thinking about because i was up and it was like you know, one o'clock in the morning and i was like oh, this doesn't work out you know i do i don't mind staying up and i'm like well no but i also have to do the morning too why isn't dory a morning person she goes to bed so early. why isn't she a night person what kind of a person is she? Well, I did do... Honey? You didn't, you didn't do the mornings this weekend. You're, a, I did the you're a noon person. I did the mornings this weekend. That's okay. So, it's not like you always do the mornings. And you don't always do the 1 a.m. feeding. I'm up. Okay, you're up, but... You don't always do the 1 a.m. feeding. Uh-huh. All I'm saying is, you're neither a morning nor a night person. I'm... I'm agreeing with you. I said I need mean, I need a lot of sleep. Then you're just like attacking me. Neither you're attacking neither me. Neither one. I've been attacked, everyone. Oh boy. I don't know if I'll make it. 
She attacked me. He's very dramatic. Have you noticed that? I'm so sleepy dramatic. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. All right. Moving right along. This is for Monica. Okay, Monica. What's up? I paused the podcast immediately when you said you laughed at your doctor when he slash she, she asked about your birth control plans. If there's any chance you don't want the possibility of another baby right now, use some birth control. I too laughed at my doctor. I was on the mini pill when I was pumping and then the full pill after I stopped. I wasn't very consistent about taking it because it took us five failed IVF cycles, one failed donor egg cycle, and one successful donor egg cycle to have our daughter in December 2017. I'm 37, had really shitty eggs, and we had unprotected sex for five years, resulted in nothing. I had nothing to worry about. In August, I hadn't yet gotten my period, which I knew was still normal since I pumped through June, but I decided to make an appointment with my doctor just to see what was going on. I knew when I called to make the appointment that they would ask me if I took a pregnancy test, so I bought one. It sat in the bathroom for a couple of days, unbeknownst to my husband, because I knew it was just a formality and there was no reason to tell him about it. Well, I finally took it and it was positive. Part of me hates sharing the story with people because of the inev- inevitable, it's a miracle, or your body just had to figure it out responses. But the moral of the story is use some kind of birth control if you're not sure you're ready for baby number two, because apparently crazy shit can happen after you have a baby. Your body just is ready for it. Uh, she adds that she lives in 1,400 square feet in Detroit with her husband, a 17-month-old, and a surprise three-month-old. <laughs> That's a very surprising three-month-old. Yeah. Look, I think if that happened to us, we'd be delighted. Yeah. We'd be like, oh, my God, you know how much money we just saved? Money, time, energy, mm, heartache. Energy, time. Yeah. Drives. Parking money? Oh, my God. Whoa. The parking money alone. It's worth it. Yeah. Baby, let's do it right now. Okay. My parents are watching the kid. Bo's on the couch. Let's go to the bedroom. Anyway. I mean, I haven't got my period back yet. Oh. Mm. I don't think it would work. You don't know. It's a miracle, baby. <laughs> oh, well, good point. All right. This is from Lauren. Hi, Matt, Dory, Henry, and Bo. I know it's early yet, but have you thought yes. how slash if you would sleep train Henry? My IVF rainbow baby is 13 weeks, and I just started trying the Ferber method. I'm full of self-doubt, but I'm trusting that this will help him become a better sleeper. What the hell's the Ferber method? I believe it is um, when you... Oh, I have many follow-up questions, by the way. First of all, what is sleep training? Uh, Okay. Here That's is. my first question. Sleep training is when you train your baby to sleep through the night. So we haven't done that yet. No, because he's too young. Okay. I I think it's not recommended to do it before much before twelve weeks. Um. Okay. This is a this is a primer on Ferber. All right. The Ferber method is a cry it out method of sleep training based on the nineteen eighty five best selling book Solve Your Child's Sleep Problems by Richard Ferber, M.D. Mm-hmm. Um. So I'm assuming it just means he, feed the baby at night. If it tries to tell you that, hey, I'm hungry at like 4 a.m., you say, mm, are you though? And just let the baby cry. Ferber encourages parents to remove the conditions that baby learns to associate with sleep, like feeding or rocking, so that babies will learn to put themselves to bed without their parents' help. Um... You know, so, I'd say as far as babies go, ours definitely needs the feeding to go to bed. Yeah, he's only, he's three and a half weeks old. Look, I'm just, she asked, I'm, I'm answering. This article says sleep training is not recommended for babies until they're six months old. That's too many months. They need to eat in the middle of the night before then, says a pediatrician. Could I leave a plate of cookies out? Um... All right, this is, this is the method, the Ferber method. Mm-hmm. Create a bedtime routine for baby. Read him a book, sing to him, or rock him, but make sure he's still awake when you put him to bed. Yeah. Put baby to sleep in her room. It should be dark and quiet. Oh, Check in. We already did that part. At regular but increasingly longer intervals if baby cries. Generally, Ferber sleep training recommends checking on baby after three minutes, then five minutes, and then 10 minutes on the first day. On the second day, check in after five minutes, ten minutes, and twelve minutes. What is a? They don't say, but like, what? What, is, what causes a check in? You just open the door and go, "Hey, uh, baby, what's up?" I'm getting to that. Toodles. 
That goes up to 10 minutes on day three and increases from there up to 20 minutes for the first check-in on day seven. This project, this process is known as gradual extinction. During those check-ins, reassure baby by patting him gently without picking him up, then leave the room before he falls asleep. Soon enough, baby should get the hang of it. Usually after about five to seven days, the interval of time spent crying is much shorter and your child will be putting himself to sleep and sleeping for much longer periods of time at night. Hmm. Um, so yeah, and then there's a chart. <laughs> we like charts. About like how long to uh, leave. There's, there's controversy over the Ferber method because some people claim that letting the baby cry without comforting them could be emotionally scarring, but there, that's not evidence-based. Look, there's controversy over everything. That's true. You know, so I'd be worried if there was no controversy. Um, so to answer your... I will, I will say, I just tried to explain that we didn't want screen time to my mother. And that was a very funny conversation. She was very confused. She's like, what? I was like, just like if he wakes up, opens his eyes, don't let him watch TV. Let him look at you. She's like, oh, okay. My dad's like, he can't even see the TV yet. I was like, uh-huh. It's a very big TV. That's <laughs> true. Still, It's pretty far. Uh, whatever. Point is, they were looking at me like I was the craziest person on the planet. Well, you might be. Well, that's also very true. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So Lauren continues to say i'm full of self-doubt but i'm trusting this will help him become a better sleeper i joined the respectful sleep training group on facebook to learn more but i'm curious as to your thoughts on the subject um i think we plan on sleep training at some point we don't know exactly how or when yeah i'm into this this method sounds reasonable to me yeah i just want to know what a check-in account says though like, how long do you... Yeah, it says, like, go in and pat the baby, and before it falls asleep, leave the room. But it's like, is it like a two-tap pat? Is it like pat, 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 out? Or do you actually spend a little time with the baby? I think I think you're supposed to... I think the baby's supposed to stop crying. I see. And then you can leave. And then if the baby starts crying again, you then wait another... You wait ten more yeah. minutes? Yeah. Just seems like it's going to take more... That seems horrible on the parent. I think I think the idea is that it's horrible for a week and then your baby is sleep trained. All right. You so. know me. I like to really... Uh, I like uh, low, uh, slow reward for, for, for hard work and effort. Yeah, that's your favorite That's thing. me. Yep. <laughs> King of the slot machines. Yep. Um, okay. Robert has a question. Yeah. Well, first he says he has a science baby from an embryo adoption due in August. Cool. Therefore, it would probably make more sense to put out the egg signal for listeners who also have children from embryo adoption Mm -hmm. and any unique challenges they face postpartum. So I guess I'm doing that too. But what I'm actually more interested in is whether Matt thought buying the Nintendo Switch during labor was a good idea. What games did you buy slash play? Was it a good or bad distraction? And did it bother Dory? Uh, well, Dory can answer that question. Did it bother Dory? No. Uh, did I think it was a good idea? Yes. I used it a lot during that period of time when I was in the hospital doing nothing. I haven't really used it being home. Yeah. In fact, it's sitting on the dining room table out there. Uh, what games did I buy? South Park, The Fractured But Whole is my favorite of the games. I, he, I have never seen, I've actually never seen Matt laugh so much. Yeah. It, he, like, it, I would just, I would be lying in bed, doped up on Percocet, and Matt would just be cackling. It just, it's very funny to me. Just the, I mean, it's a well-written game, uh, and it's very, very funny. Just like I love the idea that I was just sitting there trying to get three stars on pooping. Did it was, you? It was funny. Yeah, a couple times. Yeah. Oh, good job. Um, Super Mario. Uh, sorry, Mario Odyssey, which uh, was good. Dory played a little bit of that. Smash Brothers, which I'm not good at. What else? Can you buy Tetris? 
I downloaded Tetris. Wolfenstein 3D, which is sitting over here. I haven't even played it yet. Um, and L.A. Noir. <laughs> and something else. No, that's it. But look, the second, you know, we all knew that well, the second I got home, Arthur and the, and the, and the Dutch Vanderlyn gang would need my help again. So... It is what it is. It is what it it's is. It's sitting right there, currently on the screen. Red Dead is happening right now. That's true. Um, all right. Tiffany wrote in to say, Longtime listener, fellow dumb sperm haver and mother of two, our second arrived in November, so we also faced how do we see Avengers with a new baby issue. Ugh. It's a difficult thing. Other theaters might do something similar, but Regal Cinemas has something called My Way Matinee, which is geared toward parents of littles and kids who do better with a sensory-friendly experience. The lights are slightly turned up and the volume turned slightly down. Talking and crying are not frowned upon, and you may walk in and out as you please, not that you would want to for Endgame, but in the instance of unpredictable diaper situations, you never know. The ticket is also discounted, so that's a bonus. Matt, I know you don't love talking and asking questions when viewing movies, but with a new baby, how badly do you want to see this movie? <laughs> Just letting you know the option is out there. Look, if my baby asks me questions during Endgame, I don't know, because he hasn't seen any of the Marvel movies except for Captain Marvel in Dory's belly. For the night He's is dark a lot of... and full of spoilers. Yeah, says. I know it is, and I'm. It's it's a little tragic. This the way I'm having to like dodge YouTube and and Reddit and <sighs> guys. Do you want to know the first thing my mother said when she got in the car? Do I get to meet Andy? Meanwhile, we were going to go meet her grandson. Anyway, that just popped into my head. Uh, all right. We give my mother three Andys. Here's another uh, movie suggestion. Mm -hmm. Hi, Matt, Dory, Bo, and Henry. Um, I was just calling. I loved the listener's idea about going to the drive-thru if you have a baby. Um, and I had another option to suggest. If somebody doesn't live close to a drive-thru, that's not an option. Um, something my parents used to do, my sister and I were babies, is that my mom would go to the earlier movie by herself and see that movie, and then my dad would come in his car with me and my sister in it, and my mom would get in his car and take it home, and they would switch keys, and then my dad would see the later movie. Oh, that's interesting. So it was a way, even though they weren't actually seeing the movie together, it was a way for them to like see it at the same time, so then they could like still talk about it and feel like they had like gone to see a movie together, even though... Like one of them was home with me and my sister um, while the other one was watching the movie. So it's just another suggestion um, once you're like feeling a little more mobile and like you can travel and still want to go to the movies together but have a baby. Um, you can sort of get around getting a babysitter by doing that. So I hope that all is going well. I'm enjoying hearing about Henry's first few weeks with you guys and take care. Bye. Bye. That's quite an idea. Yeah. I mean, I today I tried to get Dory to come in the car with Bo, but to go get you from your flat tire. My tire got flat, guys. <laughs> um, that would have taken longer than it ended up taking you to get. It's yeah, very true. They were quicker than I thought they would be. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, you know what? That brings us to the end. What? These, yeah. these keep disappearing. Just time goes by so fast when you're with the people you love. Um, remember that, everybody. You're welcome. Um, couple reminders. You can leave us a voicemail at 413-461-BABY. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And you can email us at mattanddory at gmail.com or doryandmatt at gmail.com. Seems like we're still doing this podcast. Much like our sleep. We don't know when or how. <laughs> uh, uh, all right. You know. Guys, we're still doing our Patreon. So if you want to support us over there and get a couple bonus episodes a month, you can do so. Patreon.com forward slash Excellent Adventure. We're going to thank everybody who's been donating with uh, $5 or more by shouting them out on the podcast. And so far... 
we have much thanks to give to the following people. Uh, Katie Heimer. Katie Regan. Katie Tavi. I think it's Tavi. It sure is. Kelly. Uh, Kelly Zimmerman. Carrie Mills. Kim Mestry. Kimberly Kim. Kimberly Shepard. Kristen Anderson. Christopher Fenegi. Layla Arshid. Laura Dodge. Laura Rosenblum. Lauren Luther. Leslie Shoup. Lex Conant. Liesel. Lily Lily. Avalar. Lindsay Earls. Linnea Thunsel. Maggie Fleming. Amanda Johnson. Margaret Metcalf. Marley Morgan. Marie. Oh, I don't have my glasses on. Martin Hedegaard Peterson. Maude Tremblay. Mackenzie Erickson. Meg Eck. Megan Frank. Megan Kozowitz. Megan Murphy. Magana Prasad. Melinda Phelps. Melissa Garcia. Melinda March. Melissa March Quinn. Michelle Johnson. Michelle Kitzmiller. Mike Kim and Leo. Monica Bold. Uh, Mariah C. Adamick. Mr. Bundy. Nicole Ponday. Nancy Powell. Nicole. Nicholas Gidmar. Nikki Bossert. Nikki Maraca. Narantha Balagopal. Uh, Patricia Fuss Reisig. Paul Sharp. Is it Faust Reisig? Yeah, sure it is. Paula. Pretty in Beantown. Rachel Lander. Rachel Downey. Rachel Kuzma. Robert Olson. Sabrina Stern. Sandra Mahler. Sarah Prager. Sarah Reistad Long. Sarah Brewery. Sarah Lewis. Uh, Sarah Swift. Sarah Yim. Uh, Sherry Olson. Siri K. Gasky. Hey, thanks so much, everybody, for Thank being you. everybody. We appreciate you. Let's go, everybody. Sleep, sleep, sleep. Here we go.